Welcome to the Writer's Talk Romance Podcast, where we go behind the scenes with your favorite romance writers, and I'm your host, Mickey Miller. This is session number one. Let's get this party started. So I've been talking about doing a podcast for so long. Uh, I think I first started talking about it last year in like December, kind of around the time when I started writing and publishing. And I know a lot of you have been messaging me, asking me when it's going to drop, and even more of you filled out the survey. So thank you to everyone who did that. And today is the first episode, and I'm going to be talking about why I wanted to start a podcast for myself, but more importantly, what it means for you and why I believe in podcasting and writing and the romance genre. The way I'm going to start out this episode is I'm going to delve into my story, how I ended up writing in the romance genre, and what I've written till now, and uh, just kind of talk about the structure of the podcast and why I'm doing it. So uh, first of all, hello, I am Mickey Miller. I have been writing romance for over a year now. I've been published and well, when I say published, I think the pub- the definition of publishing it has gotten a lot different than it used to be, say, before Kindle Direct Publishing, because now anyone can really publish, publish, quote unquote, I'm making air quotes, you can't see it, and that is considered, you're published. I mean, there's no real difference between a book that is put up on Amazon by a big house publisher and a book that I put up if I have a good designer and know how to write a blurb and take my time editing the book and everything like that. There's really no difference to the consumer or to the reader, like what they're seeing. So uh, yeah, when I say I published, I've published my first book, Playing Dirty, which was a, or is a baseball romance that takes place in Chicago and I is kind of funny because I published it on the heels of the Cubs winning the World Series and it takes place in Chicago but it, it I no way thought that that was going to happen and then the Cubs won and then I published that book like uh, two weeks later or so and uh, that was kind of my start was publishing that first sports romance. But something important that I want to mention, because people always ask, I've I've been getting a lot of questions about starting out writing and what, what to do when you're starting writing. Before I wrote Playing Dirty, uh, I wrote this other book for like 10 months, and I was obsessed with it. I was working my day job, and I would come home, get up early I'd sometimes getting up like insanely early I'd get up at like 5 a.m because I didn't uh, have any other time to write during the day and I would write this I was writing this story that was uh, not ever gonna publish it most likely I called it dirty trick and it was about a uh, this <laughs> FBI agent who has a one-night stand with this ex-convict and then she had to go undercover. It was just 
a lot of different plot lines going along. Um, and so that, that book never saw the light of day. But I think it's important to know everyone always thinks, and I think, uh, you know, you kind of have this view going in. It's like, oh, you look at the date someone published their first book and think, oh, well, it took them that long to become, you know, a full-time author like that. And it only took them a year or two years or something like that. Um, for me, it really was more of a uh, making a, turn it into a process of just having fun, trying to uh, learn the ropes and all that. But uh, I guess my story of romance writing actually starts after I graduated college. I was in the Peace Corps and I ended up getting really fascinated with romance and attraction. I was living in the middle of nowhere in Paraguay, South America. And I just had all these questions, you know, I was uh, 23, just got to Paraguay and all these things kept coming up in my mind, like, you know, these, uh, like, is, is attraction cultural? Are women inherently attracted to the same qualities in a guy like a girl in Illinois, as opposed to, you know, someone in Paraguay is, is uh, you know, it does what what attracts <laughs> what what is attractive to girls? What's attractive to uh, to guys? Is it the same thing across cultures? And um, I was really interested in it. And it was actually it's funny because it was before I didn't even have a Kindle, so I'm in the Peace Corps, sitting in my tiny hut, and I had a hammock. I loved reading there. I would do a ton of reading just late at night, and. Um, I read all these books that I don't think I ever would have read if I had a Kindle because I would have just been more selective. But in the Peace Corps office, so Paraguay, it's about it's a country, it's about the size of California, uh, and I would go into the capital where they had this Peace Corps office that had been there for a long time, so it been since like the '60s, and there were all these books built up from Peace Corps volunteers that had stayed there throughout the years, you know, and it's funny how that, like, those books just get passed down, but so to get from where I was living in the, like, where my site actually was, where my house, house, quote-unquote, it was a one-room hut uh, that I built myself, basically, so, <laughs> I don't, anyways, um, it was about an eight-hour bus ride. It was pretty crazy. So I would load up my backpack with all these books and then I would take them to my house and it was like an eight hour ride. I would have to walk. And this sounds like the typical story, but I, this is true. I had to walk, get off the bus and then walk about five miles to get back to my house. So I had all these books. I, um, you know, I was having fun reading these just random books. And, uh, I think, the first like sex scene I ever read in a book that I was like, holy shit, this is some hot ass, like this is some real hot or graphic maybe, I don't know, sex was probably uh, Savage Detectives, which is this book by a guy named Roberto Bolaño. And uh, it's a more recent book, but um, I think he died in like 2003, wrote the book five years before that. 
or so. And it's, <laughs> it was, I don't know if you wouldn't really call a genre romance, but I was kind of got interested in these like romantic and erotic scene depictions. And so the, <laughs> I was living in the middle of nowhere, like I said, and the Peace Corps volunteer that was closest to me, her mom was actually a romance and erotica writer, which I did I didn't really think of it, anything of it at the time. I was like, oh, you know, that's whatever. That's interesting. And But one day I was at her house and she gave me this book, uh, a romance book uh, that she just gave to me to read. Um, it was called she just, She's Just Not That Into You. And I read it and I thought it was super interesting. It's not really romance in the... Uh, like traditional sense of that there's not like an HEA necessarily. Spoiler alert, sorry. Um, but it was an interesting book and I had a lot of fun reading it. And I started writing just silly stories about me or me going out from, and they're, you know, non, I guess they were, yeah, they were nonfiction stories. Still have them in the archives somewhere. <laughs> I'll put those in the memoir for my grandkids, certainly. Well, only when I when I moved on, that's some some uh, you know personal stuff. But it is interesting that those experiences, which are most personal to you, are often the hardest to write about. And so I kind of put that on hold. And I also thought, you know, like <laughs> let's be honest, I was trying to write nonfiction. Like, uh, like I'm some New York Times best-selling prose writer, and that's just not the case when you're 23 years old. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I, I kind of kept with it though, and I started thinking about the idea of fiction writing was uh, the seed was planted there, right? So then I got back to the from the Peace Corps, and I had this idea. I was like, you know. You know what the world needs uh, is a show that's like Sex in the City, but from a guy's point of view, where it's not like Big Bang Theory, where it's it's a good show, it's entertaining. Um, no hate for the show; millions of people love it. But one where the guys aren't so like stereotypical. I wanted to do something that was a little bit more in depth, and also I think it's just a super interesting time to be alive. I mean, our grandparents on average, I mean my grandparents at least like this, they got married when they were, I think the average age is like 20 for women and like 22 for guys uh, in the 40s and 50s, 1940s, 1950s. And then now, I mean, the trend is just getting uh, later and later for romance. So it's getting, things are getting complicated out there, very complicated. And it's it's just fascinating to me and to be able to delve into that in books and genre writing is super fun. All right, so I'm 25 years old. I have this great idea for a screenplay and this is going to be the world's next best screenplay. You have to understand my mindset here. I'm thinking this is going to be the screenplay that the world needs. It's going to take gender relations to a whole new level. It's going to be so great. It's going to be uh, 
you know, it's going to be smart. It's going to be deep. And so I even I was taking improv classes at Second City and some other schools around here where the greats had gone. You know, I mean, taking class, like uh, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, uh, T.J. Miller, just recent graduate of uh, I.O. Improv, Improv Olympic School in Chicago, and I'm thinking taking screenwriting classes. I had a dream and I wanted to make it happen. And so I even went as far as to quit my job. I was a high school teacher at the time. And that wasn't just to pursue screenwriting. I just didn't want to be a teacher anymore um, for various reasons that I don't have to go into. And I, so I'm in the city and I decide, okay, I'm going to actually film this screenplay. So I planned this for months with my friends uh, who I know I have a guy who worked on uh, the Jack 24, the Jack Bauer show. He's helping me produce. He's excellent. I get, I, we have an audition. We go through the whole rigmarole. We're getting actors. It's going to be great. And then day of filming comes and everything goes wrong that can go wrong. One of the act, main actor, lead actor doesn't show up. And it just turns into a shit show. And I know this that's what a lot of people say. You got to kind of stick it out. Um, but at that point, I kind of realized that to keep going in uh, like screen writing, you're going to have to have a long, uh, long view of a plan. Like you have to be in that for years and years and years. And didn't really want to move to LA, which I don't know, just that's just me. Didn't want to get into Hollywood type stuff. I was looking more to do the indie route. So finally, uh, I run into this forum about romance writing, and it seems kind of interesting to me. And I'm like, okay, well, why not give it a whirl? Um, seems like a different way to get have fun writing stories. And so I did. <laughs> and here we are now, a long time later. I mean, as like I said, I worked on that, that story for a long time that didn't see the light of day. Uh, but I'm super happy now. And one of the things I didn't realize, and I think this is why the romance readers and writers are the best, uh, the community around it is fantastic. And I feel super grateful for all my fans and uh, all the people you go to events people are super nice everywhere you go and one thing that uh, a great writer said I forget what his name is escaping me at this moment that romance is the genre of hope and I thought that was really really uh, poetic but it's also true I think a lot of people are like oh well why do you read romance novels? You know it's going to have a happy ending. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with uh, picturing an ideal? I think that um, that's there's nothing wrong with that. And in fact, that's one of the things I love about romance <laughs> novels. And yes, I do read them. We can get to that. Everyone asks me that. Oh, you're a guy. Do you actually read? I'm like, yeah, I, I do. I've read a lot of the greats. Still, there's a lot out there more and more every day. But I think we all have romantic uh, issues and struggles in our own life, and that's a natural part of 
the human struggle is the romantic struggle. Uh, so what's wrong with uh, having some hope and having an optimistic outlook on that? And that's, that's what writing is about. Uh, you put your characters through hell and they come out okay in the end. That's, uh, that's how it goes. So that is my story. Hopefully I didn't get too long-winded there. I get asked that a lot on live feeds in my Facebook group, uh, Mickey's Misfits. If you want to check it out, just go into Facebook, type in uh, Mickey's Misfits. But uh, So what I've written up until now, I've written a few sports romances. I have Playing Dirty and the Casanova Experience, which are both sports romances. Uh, I co-wrote couple of like kind of darker-ish bad boy romances uh, and those are a dirty CEO and hot-blooded prize fighter and then I have my over-the-top romance series the benefits series so professor with benefits mechanic with benefits which was an Amazon uh, top 100 bestseller and uh, boss with benefits so keeping them coming here and it's it's fun it's been quite the journey and one of the things I wanted to note is that on why I want to do this podcast is writing is really seen as a solo thing or I guess it is a solo thing right it's when you're writing when I'm writing I need quiet I need peace and quiet and I'm pretty sure most writers are similarly you don't really sit there with someone else and Ask them, you know, what you're going to write. And then you can ask for a little bit of feedback, but the actual, when you're writing everything, like you have to do that. There's just no way around that. It's just you, uh, you and the scene. It's just you and the words. So I thought a podcast would be a fun way to make it a little bit more interactive and get the word out. I also know uh, I have, I do a lot of stuff on Facebook I think that's where like the scene is at for uh, romance writing for a lot of people. But I also know I have been into podcasts in the past. I know when I had a super long commute, I would listen to podcasts like religiously every day. Kept me sane. So I think maybe uh, podcasting would be a great way to uh, reach kind of new people. And I want to make it you know fun and selfishly as well podcasting will be a good way to for me to just practice uh, public speaking getting used to talking a little bit um, like people I told this to a couple of people I'm definitely an introvert by nature and a couple people didn't believe me but it's definitely true you can ask my friends growing up uh, and I will tell you but I do believe that there's such a thing as like selective introversion, selective extroversion. If you take someone who is talking in a room full of people who are all uh, passionate about the same thing, I think that you're, it's going to be a lot harder to like a lot of those walls are going to come down. So I think it's very situational, but uh, regardless, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun experience. We're going to have some interviews on here. And the structure of the podcast, that is what I want to talk about now. So it's, I'm going to keep it around 25 minutes 
which I feel is long enough, but short enough, uh, long enough to get enough information and have kind of a good uh, going deep in depth on a couple of topics, but short enough that, you know, I mean, I as much as I like to think people would like to listen to me drone on for, uh, you know, two to three hours, <laughs> maybe you will, I don't at some point. But for now, I think it's going to be good to keep it short and sweet and a little go a little bit deep. Why does that sound dirty? Is it just a dirty podcast? Okay. This is, <laughs> this is going to be a fun time. Um, so I'm still playing with the structure a little bit, to be honest. But I do want to start, I'll probably start with like some inspirational quotes. I, liked, I love quotes. And... Um, might have some Q&A so you can actually write into the Q&A, like shoot me a question. And if you do have any questions, by the way, send them to me, please. MickeyMillerWrites at gmail.com. Send me your questions. Again, MickeyMillerWrites, uh, W-R-I-T-E-S, and I will, uh, I'll definitely answer your questions. And the last thing I want to say uh, as I kind of wrap this podcast up is um, to everyone out there, this is an experiment for me. And like I said, more of an introvert by nature, but this is an important message to take home for writers, podcasters, any sort of thing you're doing where you're putting yourself out there. And this is just me. This is something I believe that the world would be better off if more people did it. And that's just don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. Say it again. Don't be afraid to fail. I know this podcast, some people are probably going to listen to this and think it's goofy as whatever, but um, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't really care. I think the, like Kanye West says, the haters, sounds from the haters got a nice ring to it. That's <laughs> but I uh, I think in writing especially uh, you do a lot of self some some people and I, some people they stop themselves before they ever get going you know you stop yourself on a book you're thinking about what, oh you have this idea for a book you want to write and um, but then you know someone says something to you and they say oh but you really think you could write a book? Like, isn't that a lot of work? And then you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. And the answer is, yes, it is a lot of work, but that's not a reason to not do it. So um, one other thing I want to say is, again, thank you to everyone who filled out the survey. Got 287 responses, which is awesome. And of them, 34% said they never listened to podcasts, which will be interesting to see if they'll uh, listen to this podcast. Um, a good chunk said yes, they would. 69% said yes, they would listen to a Mickey Miller podcast about romance and writing. 3% said no. Yes. Um, some said maybe. So most people, it looks like it's pretty evenly split. I gave some options on... Uh, what would you would rather learn? Um, about 28% want to learn stories behind the authors. 34% uh, finding out about uh, writing 
processes for authors. And then a lot of them did. A lot of people want to do all of the above too. And just some great suggestions that uh, would be cool that we're definitely going to do. I'm definitely going to be doing all these suggestions as, as, to the best that I can. Interview authors about what sparked their creativity for their bad boy characters. Um, like to know how authors create their characters or different dimensional worlds. Reading book, reading from bro- books. I'm sure we'll do that. Uh, let's see. Get a new book. Q&A. Yeah, lots of good stuff. <laughs> so... Yeah, where does our inspiration come from? Stuff like that. So looking forward to getting to all those questions. Again, if you have any questions, shoot them to me, Mickey Miller writes at romance at gmail.com. All right. Have a good one, everyone.